This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. Just go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. I recently received a question from Gary. He's a longtime listener of the Public Speaker Podcast. And here's what he wrote. I just listened to your podcast episode about icebreaker interview questions, and it brought up something I've been wondering about. I'm not on the interviewer side, but on the interviewee side. Well, not right now. I'm happy with my job, but hypothetically. One of the questions you mentioned was about future plans, basically wanting to see what the applicant's ambition was or that they had ambition. Here's my question. I never, ever want to be the boss. I don't want to be in meetings eight hours per day. I don't want to do budgets, schedule people's workload, or get away from what I truly enjoy doing, which is hands-on coding. I'm a computer programmer. I'm also of an age where most people who are my age want just that. And I think it has shot me in the foot in a couple of past interviews when I just plain out said that I wasn't interested in being anything other than a developer. Luckily, that didn't affect my current employer wanting to hire me. I know this limits my options, but doing something I literally loathe would limit my options too. What do you think? First, Gary, I recognize your name from almost seven years ago when I first started doing the Public Speaker Podcast, and I know that we've interacted over time. So I sincerely appreciate that you have stuck with me and that you've listened to the show for so many years, and I sincerely appreciate you sending in your question. So my father was an engineer, and my brother is a coding geek, a developer like you, and they both faced very similar issues. Neither of them viewed progression into senior management as a viable career track for themselves. And in fact, I remember my father talking about the Peter Principle. You can Google it if you haven't heard of it before. In essence, he used to say that many technical people continue getting promoted until they ultimately reach their level of incompetence. He didn't want any part of that and remained an electrical engineer at RCA from graduation to retirement. And in fact, I still remember him and my mother agonizing about the decision to remain an engineer, knowing that he had little hope of a pay increase in the years to come. He had already hit the top of the pay band for the highest level technical role. And as a result, he wasn't able to earn as much as some of his colleagues who chose to travel that management track. However, in exchange, he had a relatively stress-free job that he really enjoyed and allowed him to come home every night for dinner at 5.15, that is, until he was placed on a project that required very high-level government clearance. But that's a whole other story. So today, particularly for technical professionals, and I would include IT, biology, chemistry, anything in that realm— This really is a common conundrum for a senior technical professional. They're faced with the decision of whether or not to choose the management track, even though he or she may prefer to remain technical, because it's viewed as the next step and sometimes only level for advancement. So to be clear, some organizations do offer a technical track that parallels a management track. Usually the highest level purely technical role earns about as much or maybe even slightly more than a first-level manager. 
However, it's often hard to find a company that awards senior technical professionals a comparable salary to any mid or upper level management position. Although depending on the functional role, there are some positions that remain significantly technical and also require management skills. And these generally earn more and are much closer in pay. So what should Gary do? My advice is to use LinkedIn to look at job titles and roles to determine if the organization where you want to work has a robust technical track for advancement. And if they do, then it's certainly easy within that type of organization to come clean, so to speak, about your desire to remain hands-on technical. Within that type of culture, your desire to remain technical will unlikely be viewed as lacking ambition, but instead viewed very positively. The trouble arises mostly in organizations where there isn't a technical track for advancement. And in this case, I still don't think it's a bad idea to come clean with your boss about your goals and your desires. Ultimately, I suppose in either scenario, it's important to use smart talk. And for me, smart talk is not just saying things right, but rather saying just the right things. In your case, Smart talk is about positioning your desire to remain technical in a positive frame. That is, express your desire to remain technical as an ambitious choice. You may say that you not only want to remain technical, but also to be a thought leader. Make it known that you want to be the best techie you can possibly be, the most up-to-date, the brightest, the fastest. The message should not be framed by what you don't want. Steer clear of saying that you don't want to manage people or deal with budgets and schedules. And the idea is keep the message positive. Explain how you want to be the sought-after expert within your company and perhaps even within the industry. Tell them that your goal is to be the technical expert for all the company's most important projects. Communicate your desire to actively participate in leading the technical direction of the company. Maybe even become a spokesperson at conferences to represent the technical savvy of your company. Of course, this is much more likely to happen at a company where technology is core to the business. So again, choose companies to interview where this sort of ambition is possible. Thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. Audible.com is the leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audiobooks are a great way to listen when you're driving, when you're stuck in traffic, when you're doing chores around the house or at the gym or doing errands. I love Audible.com for that reason. Right now, for our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook you might want to consider is The Girl on the Train. It's that Paula Hawkins debut novel. It's a thriller, really interesting points of view, and it's an interesting and creative way that it's written. We had some really interesting discussion last night in our book club. You can download that audiobook for free or another one of your choice by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. We spend a considerable amount of time working, and that means we should be doing something that we enjoy. And I believe it's important to love what you do and to feel valued for your hard work. And if you don't enjoy management, then it's important to find a place that values technical achievement. In my view, if you're passed over because you desire a purely technical role, well, then that company likely isn't a good fit for you anyway. So just hold out for something better. 
I believe that success happens when your personal values and the values of your company are in alignment. So Gary, you're right. Your options may be limited, but with the positive positioning, it's likely that you'll find more opportunities for technical advancement. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. If you'd like even more success in your life, I invite you to read my latest book, Smart Talk, or listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk, inspiring conversations with exceptional people. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>